A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And welcome back to Cut to the Grace. I hope everyone's having an amazing week. Wow, what an amazing reaction we had to the first episode. I was so chuffed with it. Thank you so much for everyone who emailed in and commented and messaged me. It was so overwhelming. And yeah, I'm really glad you enjoyed it. I hope this week is the same. What's been happening this week? Um, I've been teaching at Pineapple on their summer school. It's been boiling hot, but I've been loving it. And everyone's working really hard been really fun and also it's just so good to be back in London I've seen some friends been on some social distance dinner dates and it's been really cute I saw Toby and Lucy the other day who wrote six and I got to record one of their very exciting songs for a very exciting project one of their many very exciting projects that they've been doing uh well I want to say over lockdown but like since six they've just been non-stop doing all these cool things and it was also really nice to see them I'm really hoping to get them on the podcast soon so yeah if anyone wants to know anything from them please do email in the email address is in the description box speaking of new writing and new musicals my best friend Lewis Corner who we've literally been best friends since we were like 11 we went to GSA Saturday school together and then he got into GSA and I didn't and I was fuming (laughs) but I had a gap year and then I got in the next year and we were neighbours and it was just the best. And yeah, he's been the best, best friend ever. I'm absolutely obsessed with him. And he's written a new musical, which is something I've been working on. Um, Well, I've been, you know, doing the odd workshop for it, the odd read through here and there. You all know I love a new musical. Um, So yeah, he has written a musical called Snowflake, which premiered on Thursday. Well, it's like a visual EP of it premiered on Thursday, but it's amazing because he's like put it out there now. It's very much a thing and it's on YouTube. So go and check it out. It's called Snowflake and it's all about millennial culture, sexual identity, friendship and all forms of the media that we consume on a day to day basis. So social media, the news, magazines, all of that jazz. It's very current, very topical. And his writing is incredible. Like, you know, I always say this, whenever I was reading the scripts, I would always say like, I have so many thoughts and I felt like he was just getting my thoughts out about the world and about millennial culture on paper. And it was just so weird because I was like, I always think about this. So I think it's such a cool musical for that because you will watch it being like, oh my gosh, I always think about that. Um, So yeah, that's super exciting. And I'm so proud of him, Lewis, I love you. Um, So This week's episode, (laughs) we had such a laugh filming and I'm so excited for it. It's with Ollie Thompson and Ivan DeFratis. And since filming, Ivan, of course, because Ivan is the jammiest person I've ever met, has managed to get himself back into Jesus Christ Superstar at the Open Air Theatre. I'm so chuffed for him. 
Um, so yeah, and I can't wait to see him in it. He's also in it with his wife, which is just couple goals galore. Um, and I've got a few other friends in it, including Billy from and Juliet, another guy I want to get on the podcast soon. Um, but yeah, so since then, Ivan, he's currently in rehearsals, but we didn't know it was happening unless he knew and he didn't tell us. Uh, we didn't know it was happening when it was being filmed, which is quite cool to listen to. But yeah, that's amazing. And that actually takes me on to my first Friday fave, which is the slow but sure, slowly but surely, slow but sure. Can you say that? Can you say it like that? I don't know. Slow but sure reopening of theatres and, you know, little theatrical events happening. Like uh, I'm doing the West End Musical Drive-In with some amazing, amazing queens from past and present casts of six. Uh, We're doing the West End Musical Drive-In, which is going to be so incredible, singing some of our favourite musical theatre songs. Intermissions, I'm doing uh, tonight with Alice Fern. Yes, because it's Friday now. And yeah, that'll be really cool. Alice Fern has been working really hard on that and she speaks a little bit about that in our episode together, which will be out next week. And yeah, just like little bits and bobs, like Fanny and Stella featuring my best friend, Jed Berry, who is an absolute star. That's an open air theatre, which is kind of like, it's a musical, I think it's like a play with music in it kind of thing, but it's very much like he's singing, dancing, all that jazz, all the extra choreo are here. So yeah, I'm really excited to see that next week. So yeah, I think that's my Friday fave, one of my Friday faves, because theatre is coming back it's very much coming back and it makes my heart so happy because it's that is that little bit of hope isn't it that we just cling on to like yes it's gonna happen it's gonna happen um so yeah let's keep keep supporting those open air concerts and all of this stuff and we will get there we will get to open the west end again and the tours and the theaters and just gotta stay positive i guess um, next Friday fave is the Eat Out to Help Out. The whole 50% off thing has been dreamy. I've been, while it's been, whilst I've been back in London, I've been to Meat Liquor. I had the best Satan nuggets I think I've ever had. That It was literally like fried chicken, um, but obviously not chicken because I don't eat, don't eat meat, but it was made from Satan. Satan or Satan, who knows? Um, I went to the Alchemist, but the 50% didn't apply to the cocktails I'm afraid if you are listening going oh, alchemist um yeah I was really annoyed about that but the food is delicious there and where did I go last night pizza pilgrims <laughs> you're all probably listening to this going wow grace you've been out to eat a lot but I mean I guess if it's 50 percent I guess two dinner dates equal to one so you might as well just keep going out for dinner I'm joking but yeah it's nice and it's also good to like help restaurants get back on its feet and it also hasn't been too busy and it hasn't been you know really really hard to book places so that's been good um next oh this is my product of the week which is the Liz Earl right some of you will know honestly I swear by Liz Earl best skincare I think, well, my personal opinion, best skincare. I've literally used it since I was 14 years old. But I always just go for cleanse, tone, moisturize. Well, sometimes a serum. You know, sometimes I'll get the odd eye cream. I have the exfoliator, I will say. But I never usually get the little extra bits or like the 
month um, monthly ones or like seasonal they bring in different cleansers and stuff but I got the gel cream and it's so good because I have quite oily skin and I find the normal moisturizer it's just a little bit too oily and like slips off my face but the gel cream is perfect and it it just sits so nicely on and also sits well with makeup. It doesn't make your makeup like fall off your face. And I mix it with their um, balancing drops. So they bought these three different drops out and you can use them on their own or you can mix them with your moisturizer, which is what I do. And yeah, the balancing one is just really good for people with oily skin like me, especially in the, the old T-zone area. So yeah, big shout out to Lizelle. I love you, please. That's my like gifted dream. <laughs> if they want to, if they want to sponsor me for my life, that would be ideal because my bank account doesn't like Lizelle as much as I do. Let me tell you that. Um, but yeah, to be fair, it's very reasonable considering I've been buying it since I was 14, you know, like it's so worth it. Uh, next Friday fave, just a little one that, um, me and Josh had a disposable camera. Well, it was his, but all the pictures are of me. <laughs> so um, yeah, he had a disposable camera that we've literally had since Christmas. And we just like took the odd picture here and there and we got them developed. And it was so nice because we hadn't seen any of these pictures. And like one of them was from our Chris, like our couple's Christmas day thing when we went to roast. And it was just really cute, like to look back on it and be like, oh, it's really nice. And also I just think I love the vintage effect that disposable cameras bring I think they're really cool um so yeah that is my Friday fave um have I got any more I don't think so <gasps> my candle how did I forget about my candle so Josh got me this candle that he had well actually he accidentally ordered two which is great for me they are from pretty honest candles they're an incredible black owned business and this candle, I, I actually can't put it into words. And you know what's really funny? The reason I love this candle, I got lemon and lavender. Literally, like, lavender is my favourite thing ever. It reminds me of my nan. And I just love it. But, yeah, I got lemon and lavender. And when I say it fills the room, like, it really fills the room. And I was like, the reason I love this candle is because I burn it. And you know some candles, you burn it and it's like a pretty candle or whatever. But it doesn't smell any different. Joe Malone's good for it. Lizelle's good for it. Um, but yeah, it was just really hard to find a candle that actually made a smell. And I looked up the business and it's this lovely lady called Andrea who founded it. And she spent two years um, working on it before she released it. And the reason she released it is because she was fed up with buying candles that barely filled a room. How weird is that? Well, I guess it's not really that weird because it's kind of like a normal reason to start a candle business. But that was literally the reason why I loved the candle so much. And then I looked it up and like she started it because of that reason. I just think it's quite cool. Anyways, yeah, pretty honest candles. They have so many flavors. I can't wait to get them all. Anyways, let's crack on with the episode because I'm just chatting for ages now. I just love talking. So <laughs> please enjoy this episode with Ollie and Ivan. Pour yourself a drink cup of tea prosecco whatever it is and enjoy this episode because it is an absolute lull hello everyone welcome back to cut to the grace today i am joined with my wonderful colleagues who i love so much i've been and ollie thompson 
joining me, guys. Thank Pleasure. you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got a really fun interview today. But before we start and before we get to the fun bit, how are you doing? Uh, should we start with Ivan because you're first in, in the alphabet? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who did she start with, Ivan? How can you, you do it without offending Ollie? Is that, I'm not offended. I know. <laughs> no, Ladies, the person with the least hair should start. Hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, are we good? Are we really good? Do you know what? I'm, I'm having a lovely time with my family. So I feel blessed. Like, I'm just enjoying this time. Feeling blessed, never stressed. Yeah, like, well, I can't change anything. I can't do it. I'm, I'm no control. So I'm just enjoying the time with the boys, with Charlotte, in my house, before life goes back to normal, which it will. And you've been doing PE with Joe Wicks. <laughs> got a T-shirt. I haven't done any. I just bought a T-shirt. PE with Joe Wicks. That's your we T-shirt. Did, we, we did for the first 150 weeks. <laughs> and um, and, uh, and then, we, then we found other forms of exercise that seemed to be less... Repetitive, um, but yeah, we've had a. But no, it was great. It was great. It was amazing at first, but I think after a while, the novelty wore off the kids, so we had to kind of find a different way of uh, getting yeah. them active. Yeah. And did you have you both done fancy dress Fridays? I didn't do it. We did do face paint Friday. Kids, kids, kids did. Kids did. Yeah. Okay, that's good. And how are you, Ollie? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. A bit um, similar to Ivan. I'm, you know, we we have to sort of take this time and realise that. Changing the pace of life is a good thing, and getting this time to spend with our kids is amazing. But don't get me wrong, you know, it has its ups and downs, and it can be really tough homeschooling uh, your kids and having to suddenly adapt and be a teacher. But it's um, uh, but the the positives outweigh the negatives by far, and so it's yeah. it's it's been good. As much as I want to get back to work and get back to normal life trying to see the positive in it and make the most of it. Yeah, and how have you gone from that, like, crazy musical theatre lifestyle to being a teacher? And, like, what do, what do you do to keep them engaged and join, apart from your amazing character, Mr. Drungeon? Mr. Drungeon, yeah. Mr. Drungeon. Yeah, we've tried, we've tried sort of doing some um, role-play teachers occasionally, um, and uh, it sometimes works because he suddenly thinks Daddy's not teaching him and he thinks new teacher. Because I remember as a kid when a supply teacher used to come in for the first couple of sessions, you're like, okay. And then when you find out they're an absolute walkover, then you walk all over them. And, of course... My, my my son found out I was a walkover a long time ago, so I have to sort of switch it up a little bit. But yeah, I mean, keeping him engaged is, it seems across the country that everybody seems to vary massively with how much work their school has sent them. Um, mm. And I think our school has sent a lot. Mm. Um, so it's kind of getting the balance of actually going, you know what, if you don't get that done today, it's not the end of the world. Mm. And also still trying to keep on top of his education. But we keep it fresh just with games and Sometimes you have a day where you're feeling really sort of inventive and you want to do something fun and go out in the garden. Another day you sit down and you go, do your maths. I'm tired. <laughs> but um, it's uh, um, both, both, both ways seem to be working. Yeah. Well, I think Ollie's got it, though. The, the day is long. Like, it, that's the thing. It's getting used to that pace because the day can start at six, half six for us. Normally seven starts. But from there till, like, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, that's a long day. Mm. So it's kind of going, get used to this pace. He'll do, we'll do PE in the morning. 
we'll first have breakfast, then we'll watch something, then we'll do some PE, then we'll get dressed, and then we'll go to the park, or we'll go, well, not to the parks, where they're open now, but we'll go on a bike ride, we'll go somewhere, we're always trying to do something in the day, then it's lunch, Jacob has a nap, Joey then has, like, school in now, I go do some exercise, and then, but it's kind of like just chilling out with it and not going... We started at first, we were very much right, got to do this, got to do that. And now it's like, actually, just take your time yeah, because yeah. the days are long and just enjoy them. Yeah. And it felt, felt like everybody in the first, like, sort of 10 weeks or whatever was everybody was doing these online concerts or learning a new skill and you could see, and it was just like, God, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. It's so but overwhelming, it, isn't it? Yeah. It was, it was, a, it was a, a mixture of kind of thinking, you know, I imagine. A lot of people, the reason why they were learning a new skill and when they were doing constant stuff is because they were bored out of their brains. Whereas us folk with kids haven't really had a chance to be bored out of our brains because we've had we haven't had a chance to stop. Um, and my hat goes off to all teachers. I don't know how they have the patience to watch a kid take two minutes to solve a really simple. You're like it's really easy. Of course it's easy. I'm a grown, a grown man, but you're looking and going, "What is it, George? What is it? Come on, come on, you tie it." Two, four, maybe ten. He just throws guesses at you, and you're like, no. <laughs> Patience is incredible. Amazing. Charlotte does it because I, I mean, I thought I was patient. I, but Charlotte does does it because I can't, I can't do it. I'm the same as Ollie. I. No, Ollie's very patient. He's been doing it. But like, two times two, four. Three times two, six. Four times two, six. Careful, don't go any hard. You might confuse yourself. How can, yeah. it be, how can it be sick? It, it's all like... Anyway, yeah, I, I, I lose patience quick. How can it be six when you've just said six? you just said six. <laughs> you just said it. Okay, we, we're doing numbers, and he reads, and he's going, we're counting up to 10, and then we write a different number down. He's really good with numbers, and there's 36 written down. Like, what's that number, Joey? 15. How can it be 15, Joey? Why is it 15? Where is there a one or a five? It's 36. It's a three and a six. At least say three or six. But it's 15. I think me and Ivan, me and Ivan are both quite competitive, aren't we? So we're probably quite competitive in the fact that we want to get it right. Even, even though we forget we forget there are only four, five, three. Oh, yeah. I think Ollie's because obviously George has got to do school. George has got stuff to learn. I think it's it's somewhat easier for, for Joey because he's not specific stuff to learn. But yeah. oh, it's hard. It's but hard. just you wait until they're doing their GCSEs or even their SATs, and you'll just you won't know any of the answers. Oh no, no, because <laughs> no, no, I no. look at GCSE papers, and honestly, I looked at a maths GCSE paper. I had no idea. And Ollie, but did you put a problem up? Ollie, you put a problem up the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, but that without hating on the school too much, that was someone wording a question wrong, and it was I was just kind of a bit wound, I was a bit wound up. What was it? Oh, I can't remember. It was hard. It was hard. I couldn't. I was looking at it going, no idea. It was. It was something like, oh, Jane takes X amount, takes three kilograms of rice, and cooks it. How much rice did she have in the bag in the first place? And you're like, well, I don't know. How big is the bag? <laughs> it's like to the point where they miss out vital bits of information. Your your yeah. kids they're going, I don't know it, Daddy. I don't. It stresses them out because they they oh. think. They think, what if the rest of my my classmates know it? And George, for some time, actually was a bit had went through moments of not realizing that everyone else is at home as well. He was like, "Oh, I'm not at school. What if I? What if when I go back to school, that everyone's really far ahead of me?" And I'm like, "No, no one's at school." 
so it's you know they it, it not just being a teacher but also getting the balance of being a, a support network for them as well because i think different ages of kids it's going to hit them harder this whole lockdown process but mm. the um and just the virus in general like how do you explain that to your kids because obviously yesterday i said i did my first moana doorstep visit and um the mum came out before and she was like oh you know they're only four so they you know they might walk up to you and i'm kind of there like well in the agreement it says your kids have to stay two meters away that's the only way we can do these visits and they, again, they just open the door. They just walk straight up to you. And we'll have, we'll being like, okay, who can take the biggest step back? Nice big step back. But it's just like, how do you explain no, that to the four-year-old? No. What's happening? You need a cattle prod. Cattle prod. It's <laughs> fine. Just, there you go. <laughs> I, I, think, I, think, I think the damage of sort of telling kids and stressing them out and going, no, 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 is far worse than actually than giving interaction and getting too close. But, uh, how because obviously both of you are like West End Wendy's been doing it quite a while hasn't been a massive <laughs> chunk of time that you've been at work I think that's fair to say isn't it yeah you're very much used the lifestyle performing yeah yeah um and how have you kind of as an actor taking it taking it away from being a dad as an actor how are you staying on top of things are you staying on top of things or is dad and teacher lifestyle kind of taking over do you do you ever do anything that helps you towards your career are you singing are you doing are you doing dance think, classes <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean I don't I don't turn my camera on but what Rian doesn't know is I'm doing her <clears throat> I'm just doing those routines. Why are you so angry when you do it? I don't know. It just works for me. <laughs> Rian does yeah. famous choreography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's um no. I mean, I think definitely dad and home life has taken over, mm-hmm. and I think it was very much as soon as you sort of realised, okay, we're going to be here for a long time. There's time for me to get to get myself back in shape and uh, back into the habit of performing and stuff but i stopped singing for a long time and uh and about two three weeks ago i started just approaching technique and stuff and rebuilding it was quite nice actually to have a long break from singing because i don't think i've had that long a break from singing yeah. for the past 20 you kind of have like a reset don't you? yeah so it's felt it's felt quite good in on that on that sense but it was um you know, just keeping fit like i know ivan's got jim in his garage now so he's doing everything we can to keep ourselves fit so that because that's the that's the hardest thing to get back i think when you've been doing it as long as ivan and i the actual performance side of it i think will snap back quite quickly. that's the memory yeah um yeah. and um and i i hadn't done any online concerts or anything just because purely i was didn't have time and i was scared of doing it without being really prepared um but now things are settling down now i'm like I've been approached to a few things. I'm more up for doing it because it feels more doable. And also, I think, important that we, that even though I have just said I'm taking it for granted, it's important that we don't take it completely for granted and that we do still keep stretching our creative muscles and, um, you know, even if it's reading through a, a book or a play or just revisiting. Even like the other day when I was out on a walk, I was revisiting all my lines to Man Juliet. I remembered about 60%. 
<laughs> that's not good yeah. enough. I've talked to Jocasta about that. Neither of us remember our lines, which is yeah. really good. We're gonna need. We're gonna. Jocasta has got four. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cover line. Cover line. Oh yes. <laughs> but um, I think I think we'll um, I I think we're all we'll all spring back quite quickly when we get given a little bit of rehearsal, and and also when we're around each other. It's part part of the the weird thing is that we're all so used to working in a team and working in such close proximity of each other um, that we've had that taken away from us. So when we go back to work, we also get thrown back into close proximity social environment, which is also a hurdle for us to overcome and to sort of realise if we're not truly relaxed, we can't truly sort of create. So... Um, There'll be all these hurdles we have to get over, but I've no doubt after the first meet and greet, since we've been bumping elbows, we'll have to hug and stuff. But what do you guys think will happen with um, kisses and cuddles on stage in front of an audience? Because it's not, it's also not about what the risks are of the virus. It's also about what we are allowed to do in front of an audience that is socially acceptable across the whole of society. Do you think they'll allow kisses and cuddles, or do you think we'll have to respace things for a, for a bit, for an interim period? I think, I, think, I think they will. I think they have to, because it's not like we're not allowed to kiss or cuddle. We're just not allowed to kiss and cuddle everyone. But if you were the partner or a boyfriend, you are. Yeah, or if yeah. you're two single people that have isolated and you go, do you know what? I need a cuddle. I guess you are. It's, it's, hard. it's going to be hard for the people that have to do it. Yeah, it's hard. it's hard for someone like Grace, or whether she's still being cautious um, because she still wants to see her grandparents and stuff, that is it fair for her to be thrown in a situation where if she goes on for Juliet, she has to kiss Jordan and Miriam's bubble? Yeah, yeah. And whoever else they've been in contact with. So it's, um, it, there, there is, there, it's an interesting debate, but it's getting quite dark and quite down. Let's, let's just cheer up a little bit. I know. <laughs> but also, my fault. It's your fault. <laughs> my fault. How about, how about some coloured bears? These are maths counters. What do you mean, maths counters? A whole bucket of bears. Oh, that's cute. George to work out mathematical equations. Oh. Oh, the dining room has been turned into a into a um, classroom. It's a tip. It's amazing. Everything's. Everything's over there, just outside. <laughs> Literally, movie camera. No, 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 no. <laughs> All the toys. And George, I like, think like all George has to do Zoom classes for his maths, and uh, and he discovered that his rulers are clear, and so he has like a little disco with his mates. He's like, <laughs> and then his teacher turns up, and he's like. <laughs> I was, gonna, I was gonna say I just like Ollie, I think at first we were like that there was literally no time. And that we had no time, especially as parents, like you had no time. And because we we've got two, you two having two parents there, it makes it easier. Like I don't know how Charlotte or myself would have coped on our own. Yeah. So we kinda like so then you we go, I, I I can't leave Charlotte on her own. So I can't then go to do other stuff. But now we've kind of slowly, in terms of performing, like we're teaching lots. We're just doing workshops now, which is so nice. I did my first one a couple of weeks ago. It was nice to move because I've not, apart from 
I built a little gym in the garage, which has been lovely. But apart from that, I've not danced. I don't get yeah. a time I don't have time to do. I wanted to do um, Drew McConey's classes so bad, mm-hmm. but I just don't get time to do them. So teaching has been a nice way of going. Yeah, I think that too. I can still move my body because I need to because that's what I do. And the gym is good because, like, I need to feel strong and do my partner all that side of things. But I do need to stop eating so much because as much as all this is good and teaching and my gym, if I can't fit into a costume or fit through the door, I'm going to be in trouble. (laughs) I was really (laughs) tempted to try on my costume and see if my corset goes up when I went back to the theatre, just out of interest, because I really don't think it will. Um, But I get, like, that just comes with being in a really energetic show, you know, it won't take long. And if anything... You don't know what it's like trying to change your uh, metabolism and get, lose some weight when you're pushing 40. When, when, you're, when you're over 40, it's not when easy. When you're young, it's like just cut out a few McDonald's and go for a, do a bit of hit training and you're fine. It's, for us, it takes months. So that's what a long time. I mean, I've been running like Forrest Gump recently. I've not stopped running. It's been I know, great. I saw that. But it's, um, it was just, it was throughout June, I was like, I need to keep myself busy. Yeah. chopped down a tree I decorated my hallway and uh ran 100 miles and it was like it just became so boring but you know when you get like a target in your head yeah so but um it's amazing though uh, yeah it's, 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 it's little things like that you kind of go i remember that from yeah. lockdown like done a puzzle painted a picture of my my dead dog Oh, I saw that. Beautiful picture, though. But all of these things you think are going to take ages. In lockdown, they don't, because you've got loads of free time. So then you're like, right, what next? (laughs) And then the kids wake up and you do schooling. And then when they go to bed, you're like, but we're we're, we're gearing up to go for a camping trip to France now that they've um, lifted the sort of travel thing. So So jealous. We'll see how that goes. It should be good. It'll be amazing. Yeah, I love that. <gasps> Show me your puppy. Should I get her at the end? I think she's done. I think she's done. Get her at the end. Get her at the end. Or get her another time. I'm going to FaceTime you because I missed your face. I missed your FaceTime. How's it going, though, with the puppy? Good? She's good. She's just... Oh, she's... One yeah. minute, she's the cutest little baby and you're, she's, like, sleeping in your arms and you're like, you're just the cutest thing ever. Sometimes she is hell. She bites. And it used to be like the end of the trouser or like your sleeve or something, but now she like bites your face and your ankles. Yeah, I've got a load of spiel that um, when I got our when we got our dog, we got given this um, amazing booklet of the nine stages of a dog's development, and it is brilliant. And it's like it tells you every tells you everything of how what they're going through, and it's like clockwork by week by week, and it tells you and sort of the whole. Um, thing of how to react, like the biting thing and stuff, and because a lot of people don't take it into consideration with small dogs because they don't think it's going to be a problem. Because a big dog will get trained because a big dog biting is and being jumping up on people is obviously a lot more that has a bigger impact on when you're taking them for a walk. But you can do there's loads of stuff you can do. I'll, I'll see if I can find it and send yeah. it to you. Well, but I it's, um, so much really easy. Like, like crying, like doing the like ah! or being like doing no. Or do it being like, ow. And like at first she was moving away, but now she just she ignores it because she thinks you're playing. And if you cattle pull, prod, like, pull up cattle prod, cattle prod, <laughs> she'll just she'll think you're playing if you like pull away. Yeah, 
because that's what you do with her toys. Do you know what I mean? So everyone, everyone goes through that phase of having a puppy, though. It's just like it's suddenly like. Mm. Yeah, but she is a dream. She's a dream. She's cute as. She is. She's a literal angel. When she sleeps as well, I'm like. When she sleeps. <laughs> When she looks like a cuddly toy, and she's yeah. that's like children. <laughs> children are like that. You could have just got a bear, teddy bear. It's like having a baby. That's why I can't leave my mum with her for more than three days because someone has to watch her twenty four seven, apart from when you're asleep. Because otherwise, she'll just wee somewhere, or she'll eat something, or she'll chew up the rug or the curtain. It's just a lot. I've always wanted a puppy, and Charlotte got these two kittens at the beginning of this. Oh. They're big now. I didn't know you had kittens. Not kittens anymore, they're massive. Oh, yeah, they're big. They're chilled like old dogs, though, aren't they, your cats? They're chilled. And also, you don't, we haven't had to do anything. Like I thought with dogs, you train them. Obviously, there's a lot of commitment. They're no bother. They already, they came and they, they were, I think, two months old or a month old or whatever. And they were already in the kit, the litter. There's no accidents in the house. You often have to tell them not to scratch things, like put a furniture, but actually they're no hassle. So and they just nice. do their it's weird. I've become a weird cat person and I never thought I would be. I like doggies. No, I see you as a cat person. Yeah, man, yeah. Apparently so. Right, let's play the game. Do you want to get into costume? Yeah, let's do the game. Do I need to put my hat, my cap and my hoodie on? Yeah. I see. Ivan's got a hat and sunglasses. What's Ollie got? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Oh, you've got a hoodie, Ollie. I've just got a hoodie. I've just got my standard, you know, the standard Ollie Thompson red hoodie. Yeah, I knew Ollie's was red, so I wore my red one. Oh, I could find my bandana, couldn't I? So, where's my bandana? We are playing my... the slang challenge. I have done this with my parents during lockdown, but I always initially wanted to do it with you two because you love a good slang term, don't you? Especially you, Ivan. What's your favourite one? Don't Wait, so... be gas. <laughs> I'm I'm very gassy right now. <laughs> we'll be Full of gas. We'll just come over to me and go, don't give me gas. Wow. I'm so gassy right now. <laughs> I love that you're both in red. Yeah, we memoed each other. <laughs> Did you? I don't even have the little toggle things because my three-year-old pulled them out. <laughs> Oof, gone. Cattle prod. Mm. <laughs> Let it go. Okay, the way this is going to work, we'll take it in turns who goes first, but I'm going to give you the term, and you're going to make a guess of what it is, and the person who gets it right gets the point. And if you both get it wrong, neither of you get a point. Maybe I'll be nice. And what? what if we're, like, close, though? Yeah, yeah? If you get close, I'll give you a point. Sweet. Sweet. All right. <laughs> okay. Mandem, he knows, yeah. <laughs> Mandem. Okay, oh, are we ready? Name. We're going to, Oliver, you're going to go first because you have no hair. 
which is what we, which is what we decided earlier, right? Okay. Yeah. The term is SMH. <laughs> SMH. What? Am I, and I need to tell you what that means. Yeah. What's oh that? my god. SMH. Oh, so madhouse. How's that good? <laughs> it means if something's really banging in a house, it's really having so madhouse. This it's like a bit, it's a bit crazy. Okay, okay. How was that? Um, that's wrong. I'm afraid. Ollie, oh. what's your guess? <laughs> Just go for it. Okay. <laughs> Speak my homie. Speak my homie. <laughs> Who's my homie? My homies, you know. Oh, my like, homie, my like homie. Say, my. Like say to someone, come on, speak my homie. Speak my homie. SMH. <laughs> I got tears. You got SMH, SMH, man. SMH. SMH. Yeah, tell SMH. me what you think. SMH. No, it's a madhouse. It's a madhouse. <laughs> okay. Am I right? I'm afraid you're wrong. That means shake my head. <laughs> of course it does. Of course it does. Okay. The next time is ghosting. Is it me? Yeah, it's you, Ollie. Okay. I think if I was to explain what ghosting means, yeah, I would say that I think it means like you sort of... Uh, uh, stalking someone's online profile or keeping an eye on them, ghosting them, like always sort of keeping an eye, like following them like a ghost, but they don't know you're there because it's online. <laughs> Bru- <laughs> Bru- okay. Ivan? Ghosting is when, obviously, it's when you go to a place and you're a bit scared. And and you go, man, I'm feeling ghosting. <laughs> ghosting right now. And you're like, you a bit like that. And you always bring with you a cat because they're lucky and they get the ghost. Okay. That's right. That's no, right. none of them are right. Oh, come on, that's got to be right. I was confident. I was creative. Ghosting means to ignore someone or not reply. Oh. oh. <laughs> Right, get rid of the cat. No way. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. Okay, no points, I'm afraid. Are we ready for the next one? Yeah. <laughs> so this term is turnt or turnt up. Listen, I know this, yeah. So this is when someone comes to the party and you go, you are turnt. You are turnt up. That means they've worn something really nice and dapper. Like this, like like me now. Okay. Ollie? I think it means like when someone has... <laughs> you've totally, you turned. Oh, you got you made me change my mind. I've turned. I've turned the other way. I've turned around. You made me... You did that. Like, you, Ollie, you, you did that to me. Did I? Oh, I yes. Just... <laughs> you turned. I turned him. <laughs> I turned Ivan. In Manchester. Oh, really? Yeah. In what way yeah. did you turn Ivan? I, ca- I can't do it. There's children watching. 
I just, you know, oh, we shared a flat. I wore a towel out of the shower. Turned. I was turned. <laughs> turned or turned up means to get drunk. To get drunk. <laughs> a bit like Wade, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, I knew that one. <laughs> do, you remember what, do you remember when in that bit in Blow where um, Anne's like, I, I'm so drunk. No, she didn't say I'm so drunk right now. What did she say? This, what did she even? Oh, God, I can't I'm total, She was going to say I'm total mashup right now. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. She? What, okay. I don't know what she says now. Neither do I. I am so. I am so. Maybe she, maybe she, says, maybe she says turn, but I just haven't noticed. But I'm so lit right now. Remember, because we don't. Uh, she doesn't say turn, but I, I just remember sitting in the circle and everyone saying all these different words for drunk and everyone being like, what? And one of them was waved. That's why I thought you'd know that one. That's why I didn't put it in. But you probably would have said to go surfing or something, wouldn't you? <laughs> Sounds about right. Okay. Next term. Let's see if someone can get a point. Just one person. Come on. I've got okay. this. I'm going to take glasses coming up. The term is... Can't see you. Tea or to spill the tea? I know this. Ollie, go for it. Oh, goodness me. Tea, to spill the tea. Um, I know that. <laughs> would just uh, tell us the goss? Ivan? It, it could be used in that way. It could, that be used, could be used in that way. However, it comes from the word truth. Tell the truth. So you do spill a little gossip or the tea. What's the tea, people? What's the tea? Tell me the story, the truth of the matter. <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to give you both a point. Yes, thank you. That was pretty much, pretty much the right thing. And I went first. So technically, I could have, Ivan could have just copied me and twisted it a little bit. Which, because that would have worked yeah, in, this, yeah. <laughs> in this competition. <laughs> that would have really worked. The next term is. Gas. Oh, I know this. Go on. Is it me? When you are gassed. Oh, no, I actually don't know what it really means. Oh, wait, wait. because <laughs> you, you just make it up. Because I normally I normally have gas, but I don't think it means that. <laughs> I think it's a good thing. If this I'm gassed, it means you're excited about something, right? Because it's giving you an emotion of gas. So the air in you has given you a lot of joy. You're feeling excited. Okay. I think it's like when you're in a place where it's like where when things are like lit, you are gassed. So like something was so good and like the vibe was really good, you felt you were was gas. If there is gas, you should never light anything. If there's gas anywhere, don't light it. No, she's cooking with it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Ivan, you're going for actual gas, yeah? No, I can't go for actual gas. <laughs> Well, either way, you're wrong, because gas means to be really excited or happy or to receive lots of compliments. Sure, that's what I just said. I just said happy, something where you have a good experience and you feel gas. I said the word happy. Rewind yeah. I said, I said excited, excited. I said happy. I, you're not getting it. You said I have gas. Okay, you know what? I'll give that to you, Ollie, because some people do say when they're happy, I'm gassed. But when people, if people really compliment you, say you walk into warm up, you're wearing a really nice outfit, and everyone's like, "Ooh, look at your outfit," and you're like, "Nah, don't get me gassed." 
Don't get me excited. Don't get me excited. Yeah. I understand now. Okay. Damn, damn. Next term is shook. Is it your go? Shook. Like when you, uh, when someone like gives you some sort of news that surprises you or something, you're like, oh, I'm shook. I'm so shook by that. Something has made you feel a bit like, wow, that surprises me. I have to find that information that I'm shook. Almost like shocked or a bit shaken. Shook. Ivan? I think Ollie's close, but I think it's more like, you know when you've done a dance routine and you're finished and your body feels a bit like shaky? Instead of saying I'm shaky, because that wouldn't sound cool, you go, I'm shooky. I'm shook. <laughs> shook right now. You feel shaky because you're tired. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So you think that shook only applies to people who dance when they finish your dance? No, any kind, any kind of physical exertion. Okay. Oh, so you think you're tired? Means you've, you've, you've had a good workout and you're sh- shook. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit shook now. But you've been for a run, I'm a bit shook. I'm not sure how you think I'm close, and then your explanation is totally different. <laughs> no, no, it's the same. It's the same. Okay, who's, who's closest? Ollie gets the point. Yes! Your next term is bear. Bear. Oh, oh I know this. I know this. It's like if you're very something. Like, I'm bear happy. I am bear Tired. I am bear hungry. It's just another word for very. Ollie? You can't say it twice, though. You can't go very, bear, bear. That doesn't work. You like very, very. That doesn't work. <laughs> but I, I, I'm bear. Um, I think it's when you're bear. I think, I think it means I'm bear, like, when you're naked, you're sort of feeling vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So I think it means I'm feeling bear. Oh, I'm bear. I'm vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my shout. Ivan gets a point. Oh, oh, yeah. This is this is getting juicy. I'm bear delicious right now. <laughs> okay. I'm feeling Ollie Thompson bear. Oh. Love it. Your next term is Stan. 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 It's a term to say I am in support of. I am a fan of something. I stan Grace Grace's purple streak in her hair. Thank you. You just just took the D off. You broke up. Say that again. You just took the D off the word stand and just said stan. Stan. No, but not like I stand. I'm not standing for her yeah, hair. No, I'm stand, saying I'm stan. S-T-A-N. S-T-A, right. Okay, okay, I got this. It is actually from the famous comic book writer, Stan Lee. And if you like comics, you go, I am so stan about this <laughs> because you're a comic fan. Like, I like the Avengers, so I'm a bit stan right now. Okay. 
<laughs> Ollie gets the point. It's quite confident about the one I came across it just the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah. On your research? While you research? No, 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 no. When I say before Grace had contacted us about slang, I saw Stan and thought, what does that mean? And I researched it and I spoke to my hip friends and I found out. You never asked me a single wow. thing. Was it on Twitter? I'm not sure what it was on. But someone said I stan... I think it was a chocolate bar or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. They stood on chocolate bars. Does it stand for something, though? S-T-A-N? Is it a abbreviation? I don't think so. I really don't well, think so. If you get lots of comments saying Stan does represent, is an abbreviation, then you need to go to slang school, my friend. <laughs> okay, next term, beef. I like beef. I like beef. <laughs> beef. But, but I'm a veggie, so I don't beef. like beef. Yeah, beef. so is it, Ivan. I mean, uh, I know this. It's easy. So uh, if I've got, if I got like beef, beef with you, that means that we have had some sort of argument or there's some sort of discussion about to happen. We're not happy with each other. So we've got beef. Okay. Ollie? Oh, sorry. Oh, I think it means something stinks. As in bit beefy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that is a like... bit beefy. <laughs> Ivan gets the point. Okay. Am I winning? Am I winning? Am I winning? We've got two more. And what's the scores? What's the scores? Currently four three to oh. <sighs> To me. Yeah, come on, boy. Oh. You have the chance to redeem yourself, Ivan. Okay. This is an acronym. G O A T. Goat. <gasps> Ollie. I know this. The boys taught me this. Really? Yeah. Oh, no! Some of the boys' dressing room. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when you get cast as a lead, Ollie. <laughs> Who'd you share with, Ollie? No one. Loser. All right, okay. I think it means gifted only after 10. Suggesting that you're suggesting that in the bedroom, you know, like when it gets late, you're know, gifted, but only after ten. Oh my God. I don't. I honestly don't know. I just. <laughs> Ew. Why okay. is that? Ew, you're a dad. I think that you youngsters were talking about gifted only after ten. Just for the record, I am gifted before and after ten. <laughs> How much before though? Like. Not till 11, though. Come 11, I need to sleep. Oh, 11? No, after 11, I'm not gifted. I'm sleepy. No. Um, but, you know, before 10, between between 8 and 10, I'm gifted. Yeah. 8 11, you say. You do that and keeping all of this in. What? Um, wow. Right. So, I, I, Alex went to me, Ivan, you're the goat. And I was like, what? Why did you call me a goat? And I think Nathan might have said, you're a goat. Oh, I know what it is now. Why are they calling me a goat? It's really good. And then, then I was like, I don't want to be a goat. Then I found out I do want to be a goat. It is greatest of all time. Yeah. Oh, I knew that. I knew oh, that. my gosh. And I think it's so funny. And it's for all. I knew that one. 
I'm, really? I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna kick myself if I throw this away now. <laughs> okay. Okay. The term is allow. Can you spell that for me, please? A L L O W. And okay. it ha- kind of has two meanings. So if you say either one, you'll get it. What is this quick fire? You take as long as you need. Quick fire. Quick fire. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't need time. I know. Allow it, yeah? Allow it. Let's just let it go. Just allow it, yeah? <laughs> I just know that's how you say it. I don't know. I think, did I use that in the right context? Well, I can't tell you yet. Oh, damn. Ollie? Allow it. I'm just going to say that allow is going to mean, like, Someone asks you a question and you just say, you just like use allow instead of using the word yes. <laughs> so give me an example. <laughs> um, Are you happy you... today? Allow. No, it doesn't work in that context. <laughs> but can I use your bathroom? <laughs> allow. I think you have to say it though. Allow it. And then it's fine. Allow. And then Ivan, it. do you... With with your definition, do you have a um, example you could use? Just to... yeah, yeah. Like if someone says, um, "Ivan, you need to put down that cake," and I say, "Allow it, yeah," because I don't want to put down the cake or the big cookie or the anything else that I've put, been putting into my mouth recently. So I go, "Allow it. It's just leave me alone, type thing." Oh, let me, let me, let me do what I want to do. Yeah, allow it, yeah, allow it, like that. Yeah. Well, now, when you say it with swag, it makes more sense. Oh, it always does. I was the winner. No! And then he threw the cat in the air. Don't do that. Ivan. I'm exhausted. It's a lot of brain power, isn't it? It's the greatest of all time through it. Yeah, you knew that. Could have been the greatest of all time. I, I should have known what gas meant. Why didn't I know what gas meant? Yeah, that's your favourite one. I'm sure you would have asked that before. Because I probably did, but I didn't. I've always, if I've got gas, I've got gas. <laughs> I hate that. Damn, I hate that it. term. I've got gas. <laughs> it happens though. It, you no. get older. You get older. You get gas. Holly knows. I know. No, you get more gas than I do. You're quite gassy. I am gassy. <laughs> you are. Everyone knows that Ivan is gassy. Yeah. A little inside thing. Most shows, when I'm standing at the Shakespeare Library and Ivan's standing leaning up against the house at the back of the stage, he definitely has gas. <laughs> what? Nathan, Why is Nathan. it always in Kiss the Girl, Ivan? Why is yeah, it it's always Kiss the Girl. It's like your, it's like your, like your evening gas. <laughs> I don't know. My body just got into a little body clock of it. It's like this is the time, and you're just stood there, relaxed, and then it just happens. It just has happened in every show that I've been it in. It has. It has. A, yeah, but like every show that I've done, if there's a, especially I got older, if there's a point when you're on stage, just watching stuff or chilling. My body goes, ah. Oh, you like to get a little relaxed. Yeah, it gets relaxed and then suddenly, oh. But I'd say there's more relaxing moments than Kiss the Girl. Like, stronger. We're just standing there. Which one's that one? Yeah, but he's already, he's already let it rip by then, isn't he? Which one's stronger? The one where oh. we all stand around at the wedding and Juliet sings. 
I'm deep in character. Very I'm watching Ollie. You stood there, everyone looked at you. I looked at you and you were looking at me. I was like, I just think it's your line. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm concentrating on that one. Very <laughs> Well, I think that game was quite a success. Ivan, I'm afraid there's no prize apart huh. from a big old ego boost. Yeah, you're the goat. You're the goat. Yeah, I'm a goat. Barbara, you, How you weird. You are officially the goat. What about you call someone a goat and that's a good thing? Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that a good thing? You're a goat. Yeah, no. Wish I was a goat. You are maybe, a goat. Maybe we can do season two sometime because that was... You're my goat, Ollie. Thank you, Ivan. Do you have anything you want to say to the viewers before we leave? I'm, uh, I've got gas. No, I haven't got gas. <laughs> I'd like to say thank you to all our co-presenters, um, all the members of Anne Juliet, for, um, <laughs> uh, for mocking me and Ivan throughout this episode. And, um, and thank you for Grace for thinking, hmm, what would be funny content? I know, there's laugh at the dads in the company. And... It is the best content there is. I think this is the best one I've done. Yeah, Thanks for having us, Grace. Thank Thanks, you. Gracie. Thank you for coming. Honestly, you absolutely made my day. So I'm very glad I did it. Thanks, Ollie. Thank you. And I think a lot of people will be as well. Oh, <laughs> Maybe they can comment below who they think should have won. I'm going to sneeze. Well, that's not fair. Actually, no, they can comment below their favourite answer in the whole quiz. That's more like it. Because <laughs> there were some, some corkers in there, let me tell you. I can't remember the first one. What was the first one? I can't um, remember. Something about party. One? Hinched? Hinched. I'm tinked. Oh. Tanked. Tonked. Turned. Turned. I'm tanked. I'm tanked. I'm tanked. Because it comes from tanked. Also, also, a good one was... Why are you repeating yourself? Stan. Oh, yeah, Stan. Ollie's Lee. saying that, um, that bear meant to be naked. Bear. Vulnerable, vulnerable, not naked. I mean, it's like that. It's just taken from the term naked to be vulnerable. Either Which, way, Ollie, I'm afraid it wasn't right. But creative. It, but it could be. I'm going to create be. slang. I'm going to start my own slang, and it's going to filter into society. And then I'll be doing a quiz on Ollie Thompson's slang. <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on, guys. Thank, Thank you, you, sweetie. Thank you for having us. Love you loads. Love you Love loads. You. Bye. See ya. Bye. 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 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.